You're listening to Health Professional Radio. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. I'm your host, Neil Howard, and we're going to be speaking with Dr. David Goldstein. He's uh, joining us here from Vigilance to talk about the findings of their third annual survey with uh, healthcare providers um, as it concerns staff and patient safety. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Goldstein. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you, Neil. Uh, let us... Uh, in on a little bit of your professional background, uh, tell us a bit about who you are and um, your current role at Vigilance. Well, I started out uh, as a physician. I'm an uh, internist by training. I practiced emergency medicine for about 15 years uh, before migrating into the business world. So we started uh, Vigilance back in 2001, and. Uh, I'm actually an accidental CEO at Vigilance. I had a CEO that we had to let go. I became interim CEO in 2005 and just kept on as interim CEO until we dropped the interim title. Great. So um, I remain as chairman and, uh, and CEO of Vigilance. Now, I understand that Vigilance uh, recently conducted its third annual survey among hospitals and health leaders and how they're prioritizing and approaching patient and staff safety. Could you tell us a bit about this survey and some of the key findings? Certainly. So we conduct our annual survey in, in the spring of every, every year. This year it was in March. And we survey a, a broad range of, of health uh, care leaders, including pharmacists, uh, infection preventionists, quality leaders, CEOs, and CMOs. And we compare and contrast uh, to our prior surveys and uh, found this year some, something of interest. Uh, for the first time in several years, uh, patient safety is a higher strategic priority than improving efficiency and reducing costs. Mm. And hospital leaders also said that they're placing more emphasis on decreasing hospital-acquired infections and improving staff safety in 2021 than in, in years prior. So it's, it's interesting to note that even before the pandemic, Neil, we were starting to see positive momentum related to how hospital leaders were prioritizing patient safety. Uh, for example, in our surveys, a percentage of hospital leaders who selected uh, improving patient safety as a top uh, strategic priority increased over the past three years from 40 to 50 to 57% this year. And at the same time, the hospital leaders who had previously selected increasing efficiency and reducing costs has uh, decreased over the past three years from 60% in 2019 down to 50% in this year's survey. So we found all of that to be of significant interest. Now that the virus seems to be stabilizing, hopefully stabilizing and uh, declining, do you think that patient and staff safety is going to continue to be front and center going forward? Well, one can only hope. Mm -hmm. um, I believe so. I think <clears throat> There's a new normal throughout the world, as we all know, and I think in healthcare, especially, uh, we've learned a lot of lessons over the course of the pandemic. Um, there are uh, certainly early indications that hospitals are already moving in this direction. They're investing in initiatives like uh, clinical surveillance that is more on the leading edge, as well as blocking and tackling um, on the basics for example, on their PPE uh, issues that many hospitals faced in making sure they have adequate uh, supplies to keep their, their patients and staff safe. Mm -hmm. um, 
two-thirds of respondents in, in this year's study are already either using, for example, the clinical surveillance technology or plan to implement it in the next two years. And that's, that's forward-thinking, leading-edge technology. So I'm, I'm, I, believe, I believe that we're seeing a true seismic shift in our approach and even definition of safety. Do you think some of the lessons learned from this pandemic are going to help us when hospitals become overwhelmed for any reason in the future, um, as they have before? Um, nothing like this that we've seen, but um, some of these, I guess, safeguards should remain in place, don't you think? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Historically, we've we've used things like mass casualty events, uh, tabletop scenarios to ensure that, that we had all of our, our bases covered uh, and we haven't done that for pandemics. In this case, we had a real pandemic to do it for us. So we've learned a lot of lessons. And I, I believe those lessons will carry over into many aspects of, of, of patient care. Although you've talked about some of the things that are um, in place that are going to be put in place as a result of uh, some of the findings of this survey, do you think that clinical surveillance technologies are going to address some of these safety challenges more efficiently, um, especially now with uh, telehealth being so prevalent? I think the sheer volume of data and the rapidity with which that data flow throughout healthcare always carries an inherent risk of missing things. So clinical surveillance, in essence, is a great tool to support clinicians uh, in the care of the patients. It, it will never, it should never uh, replace clinicians. But clinicians are faced day to day with more and more challenging uh, amounts of data, mm-hmm. challenging uh, diseases since more people are ill today in hospitals uh, than, than historically, of course. And uh, it uh, ought to become a, a basic tool um, as well as uh, the you know real-time analytics that ought to be integrated through the clinical surveillance into the workflow of the clinicians to help guide them. Now you mentioned some of the challenges, you know, the the diseases, that sort of thing. But what about within the healthcare space itself? Things that have nothing to do with uh, disease, but with management, um, with um, managing all of this data. How much of those things? Uh, are going to affect patient safety and staff safety? I think that the um, operationally, the hospital leaders recognize the interaction between um, how the data is generated, how the data is consumed, how the data is analyzed, and how it gets into the workflow as, as being essential today to the simple operations of the hospital as well as patient care. And I, I see more and more prioritization. Um, and the hospitals are facing new and unexpected challenges uh, on a more frequent basis. And it is transforming how hospital leaders think about, uh, about safety itself, about uh, data, data analysis, surveillance. And the pandemic itself revealed the gaps and vulnerabilities and, and uh, that we had. But the because of the, I believe, prior to the pandemic, because of the 
uh, surgeons of the clinical surveillance, the hospitals were able to adapt relatively quickly. Mm. If one thinks about historically how well we performed during this pandemic, um, I think it's a tribute to how well the healthcare leaders had perhaps fortuitously uh, because of their prior adoption of advanced technologies like surveillance were able to better handle the pandemic than they previously would have. Well, can you give us a website and wrapping up where our listeners can learn more about Vigilance and um, also maybe peruse some of the uh, some of the results of your research as well, your um, survey as well? Sure. Uh, certainly your listeners can go to VigilanceCorp.com. That's V-I-G-I-L-A-N-Z-C-O-R-P.com, uh, which is our comprehensive website. Well, I appreciate you uh, joining us here on Health Professional Radio. Thank you so much. Thank you, Neil. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. David Goldstein, CEO of Vigilance. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.